Hoagie's Garage told, hey, going to be a good night. It is. Three of them to talk to. Races last night at Houston's really good. Yes, they were. You know, the four tens. how many cars, how many red flags were there, but then the guys could still race? Yeah, didn't didn't do much damage. They tip over on their side or something. The one guy just slid in, I, think, I don't know, maybe that's 410, just tipped over on the berm. Yeah, so, so I mean, just, just kind of an interesting night, but a couple first-time winners. So we have Kobe Clausen on tonight, yep. first-time winner at Houston's. Sam and Henderson, first-time winner. Sam Henderson, first-time winner. And then first time since 2006, for he's Brooke. won for Brooke Tatnell. So we have all three of those guys coming on the show tonight. Um, Houston Speedway has some races coming up. Actually, Jackson, this Friday, Saturday, June 17, 18 at Jackson. And then Sunday, uh, it's at Houston's. Uh, is that the border battle or something like that? Uh, something like that, I think. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. let's go with that. And then uh, next week, four nights at Houston's. So Outlaws uh, now on the 22nd on a normal show. But then the 23rd, 24th, 25th is the High Bank Nationals with the 25th being hundred grand to the winner. I may have to take Friday off. I don't know about Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> by Friday, I could be tired already. See what time they let me go home at night. Hopefully it all goes smooth and I'm out of there by 10 o'clock or 10.30. Then it ain't so bad. Absolutely. And I, I got two other shout-outs I have to get because uh, we had Sean Quinn on kind of a while ago yep. now. Super nice guy, um, by the way. If you don't know, please go back to our podcast with Sean Quinn and just listen to what he's doing out there. With the, um, with the vets and yeah, stuff. Doing know, some, some amazing things. Injured vets. I mean, we watch the races on flow and stuff, and the, he has the guys holding the flags, and you can just see how proud those guys are yep. for that night. Um, and the reason I bring it back up also is he's helped us with uh, getting some new guys. Oh, too. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, talked to Dominic Selzy today. Oh, did you? And he's racing every day next week because I think they have the Gold Cup out there in oh, California. Okay. So next week it doesn't work, but uh, he assured me that we will get on. That should that should be fun. I think. And then uh, Justin Sanders and Shane Golbeck. So uh, we have some guys coming up. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, and then. Like an hour before we're doing a podcast, all of a sudden I get this message, and I'm going to butcher his name, but Dan, G-R-I-E-P, Gripe or Greep, sure. um, he has a YouTube channel that everybody should check out because it's actually pretty cool. Um, there's a little bit of language on there from what I heard a little well, bit. Well, they just but, don't edit. Yeah, We've so had a few words kids, out on but, ours, too. Uh, forged in Dirt. YouTube channel, it's called Forged in Dirt. <laughs> and he kind of goes, it's, uh, you know, the videos that I just watched real quick, uh, you know, talks a little bit about the track. Um, he almost got hit by the water truck when it was going by. Um, and then it just kind of shows him getting ready for the races. And he, he has, uh, oh, no, GoPros. the GoPros. Yes, on I come there. up with a word that you didn't know right away. And... You know, he has them on the car, so you can kind of see the races and stuff like that. But uh, well, guess what? I'm going to have to do it noon tomorrow on my dinner break. You're going to check Forged in Dirt yeah, on YouTube we'll channel. We'll do that. Again, one more time. Forged in Dirt YouTube channel. And Sean Quinn. Check out his podcast. Yes. Um, anything else? It was hot today. It was hot. But I won't argue that. And it got a lot better last night, Houston's, after the sun went down. <laughs> you got that right. Hey, when we come back, we have Colby Clausen, Sam Henderson, and Brooke Tatnell.
like to thank Octane Inc. from T, South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. And we're at Hoagie's Garage. We have uh, the winners from last night. And our first one up is Colby Clausen. How's, how's it? Uh, you still smiling today, Colby? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty neat to win at Houston. Uh, I really didn't think I'd get one, uh, let alone on uh, what we got going on with our car right now. So, yeah, it's it's pretty neat. Uh, didn't think I'd get it, but you know that's the way it works out. <laughs> well, you had mentioned I run into you know I first met you probably three weeks ago on the job. Yep, yep. You said how much you wanted to win at Houston. So yeah, you, you definitely yeah. looked excited when you got out of the car. Oh yeah, yeah, you know and. A lot of people say once you get your first one, it, they all the rest come easy, and that just isn't it. it, it uh, <laughs> we've had to work our butts off in every single one. Uh, finally, get the first win a while back, and that was I think it started 16th that night, ended up winning. I mean, it's just we're always digging, you know, and uh, yep. we put a lot of time in at home at the shop, and I think that's where it kind of pays off, uh, you know. And I don't have anything bad equipment, that's for sure, but. Uh, but yeah, we're not uh, as high dollar as some of them would be, I guess. So, when, so. so when you're saying you're working at home in the shop, who who's all working? Um, so it's usually me and then uh, Terry Cahoon, and then my buddy Joe comes quite a bit too. Uh, Terry Cahoon, he builds my motors, and uh, yeah, it works. It's it's real nice having a motor guy with me the whole time. So yeah, well, definitely. If a situ, <laughs> if an issue arises. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, the only issue we've really been having is uh, getting parts, you know. Uh, oh, yep. Uh, uh, the race car parts ain't so bad, but the the motor parts have been uh, kind of a nightmare. Uh, you know, every time I see a motor blow up, I kind of cringe because it's like, oh, God, I hope that doesn't, isn't us, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we've heard some different stories about them motors. Who was it? Oh, we had Blake Anderson on, the flow announcer. And he had said he yeah. talked to Kistler, and this was two months ago probably already, and asked if, mm-hmm. told him, asked him if he ordered a 410 motor, when could he have it? And I think he said November. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, that's the truth. You know, we're, you're out of building. You ain't going to build a motor for this year anymore. I mean, you're, you're basically going to prepare a motor for next year, and hopefully everything is better. But yeah, that's, uh, Well, that definitely adds to the stress level a little bit if the motor starts making funny noises or something. Yeah, for sure. Uh, hopefully, we have a new one in here by this uh, three-day race week. We got coming next week at Houston, and then one day at Hartford. So, new motor. You just won with this one. Why would you put I, a new one in? <laughs> I know it. You know, and uh, this this motor I got in there is probably forty-five nights old, and that's 
that's a lot older than any of them that's in the that's racing right now and then i know that for darn near facts so yeah <laughs> Oh. Well, I'll it tell you smoking, what, so. <laughs> watching that race last night, I figured it was coming down to whoever had the best corner three and four at the last lap the way it was looking, because I don't know how many laps you guys run side by side, but that was fun to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, that last lap, well, it's two to go, I knew he was right there, I could hear him pretty well the whole time, I wasn't, for a while there, I'm like, oh, I gotta be checked out, I have to be checked out, <laughs> and, but I could still hear something there, and then that last caution i think there was four to go i kind of looked up on the screen and i could i could see that he was still there and i thought oh man he's he's there and he's gonna he's coming pretty good and uh we we took the white flag and i just like i gotta slow him down somewhat so i went to the bottom one and two because i knew i'd get to three and four but I burnt all my momentum up going to the bottom, and I just <laughs> lost it going through three and four. And then it was a it was a drag race down the straightaway. I, I was I was definitely putting my foot to the floor, <laughs> pushing just as hard as you could. I I I looked at the differential on the board, but I don't remember it. But it was like hundreds or yeah, So when I that, think they did the. They did the write-up, and I, I think they said that was the closest finish in music history. Yeah. So that's pretty neat, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see a photo because, I mean, do you oh. guys put all your transponders all in the exact same spot? They should all be right on the mid-plate, basically. I'm I'm pretty sure that's where they are, but <laughs> they had to have been close because, I, you know, when we went, the start-finish line isn't actually at the flag stand, I've been told. It's actually... A couple feet past the flag stand that's yeah, okay, where the yep. timing loop is yep but you know what oh man you maybe so needed close. that extra three four feet there oh yeah because he, he had me for a little bit and yep. i had to kind of run him down there on the front stretch but uh yeah it was it was exciting yeah so, but bud could see that from the stands from the infield then you go behind all them damn advertising signs they gotta have up and yeah. i lose sight of the finish line yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got when I went in turn three and four or one and two, and I I looked up that screen so fast and I seen my name. I'm like, holy cow, we did it! <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, w- w- you restarted with four to go. It looks like you kind of did change your line a little bit to see if the bottom was there for you or not, and then you kind of said, uh, "The heck with it, I'm going back up top." Well, yeah. And- you know, a lot of it is, I said this last year, you know, last year was my first year of racing at Houston's, and, uh, you know, if there's a high line at Houston's, you can put me out there alone, and I'll go for hours, because it is just so much fun to be on the top there, but, you know, I, I he, he was making it work so well, and I was just, at that point in time, like, I'm not going to let this one slip, <laughs> too many <laughs> slip already, so. Well, you've had uh, quite yeah. a few finishes in the top three. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I... You know, between street stock and stock car last year, I think it was eleven or twelve second places. So that was, <laughs> and uh, that was about almost fifty percent uh, second place finishes. <laughs> well, that's not bad, but you no, just no, that's not win. bad. I mean, but no, no. Yeah. I mean, I'll take that over wrecking every other week and winning one a year. You know. Oh, absolutely. Like I, I tell people all the time, if you can roll the car on the trailer at the end of the night, it ain't all bad. No, no, that's for sure. If the wrecker ain't picking one end of it up to try and get it in <laughs> your trailer or something, it ain't it ain't all hateful. Oh yeah, yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if you're not racing if you haven't been. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so what is it about Houston's that you just like going there? Um, you know, and my uncle Brad said something about it too. Uh, when Brady raced there for the first night, it, it's yes, you're at a racetrack, but it feels like you're at an event. You know, at an event center, and the, the atmosphere is it, you can't you can't match it at any other racetrack. And I haven't been to a whole lot of the other top caliber racetracks, but. You know, you you just don't get that feeling. I mean, at Houston, I mean, you're broadcasted all over, and everything is so professionally done, and and uh, you know, and it's hard to win there. I mean, it's it is a tricky little place, and you can't be scared of the wall. You you got to drive hard, and uh, you know, and I might my family's raced there quite a bit, but uh, you know, not like some, but uh, it's 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 always neat to win where you know, like my dad's raced and or my uncle Brad's raced and. You see all the Gary Brown Jr. and Darren Cordles and yep. all them guys, you know, well, even all the sprint car guys, you know, went in there. I mean, it, you put your name in, in the history books with a lot of top caliber guys, you know. Yeah, so. they've had a lot of them go through there over the years. Oh, man. And it's, it's nuts. You know, you brought up people watching online. Um, you know, one, I wish more people would come to the races because – I, I would mm-hmm. like to see the bleachers a little bit more full yeah. than what they are. Um, yeah. But I, people are still watching. I think oh. the Sunday night show on Dirt Vision, from what we've heard, oh, yeah. is, uh, and we have some pretty good sources, that it's by far the most watched race of any of them. I mean, it's even more popular than like World of Outlaws because it's competing against so many other races on a Saturday night. On yeah. Sunday, it's like Houston's. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. like the race. So, yep. so there yep, was man. thousands of thousands of people. Oh, that everybody was rooting for night. you. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a last year. I got a message from a guy from uh, Delaware. He watches every week, and he messaged me again last night and sent me a few pictures of the screen and stuff. Really, from, from Delaware. Delaware. Oh, that's cool. Street driver out there, and he just just must love watching it. Could you pinpoint Delaware on a map? <laughs> you know, I'd have to think about it. I think it's in the upper northeast somewhere. It's one just, of them little ones up in the corner over there. I just say that because my daughter's so awful with geography. So oh, I just had to yeah. throw that out there. So. Oh, you know, yeah. got to pick on me well, a little I, bit. Like we can. If the map had no names on it, I I would probably get it wrong. Are <laughs> <laughs> well, you getting that corner? I'm not going to guarantee nothing either. Yep, they're they're yep, all yep. tiny and together. So. Yep. What uh, you talked about your family a little bit. So who who has all raced? Can you go kind of the cousins routes? And I know there's a lot of Clausens. I just don't know how you are related to all them. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I think uh, Brad kind of started it all. Oh, I don't even. I would '97 maybe. I don't know. Maybe earlier. I don't even know the exact year. But he started in on it and. Uh, my grandpa called him nuts, I guess. He wasn't very happy when he started. But uh, they must have had a lot of fun. And then uh, my dad, you know, he was always good at basketball. And uh, oh, yeah, I suppose he wanted... Yeah, damn foot tall. Yeah. He, he must have wanted that taste of competition again because then my dad got into it. And for a while there, Brad was running either a stock car or a street stock, and my dad was running a hobby stock. And, yep. and uh, you know, they they were doing really good at that point in time. And... And uh, that's what makes it so neat to win at these places. But, but anyway, uh, that Dar is my dad, and then Brad's my uncle, and then uh, I guess I have another uncle, Dan, and then he had a son 
Shane, and Shane was really, really good in the hobby style. Yep, he He's won out a lot. of it now. Oh, yeah. He's out of it now, but that'd be my cousin. And then uh, Brad has three boys that are all racing, uh, Brady, Bryant, and Caden. And then if, if you really want to get into it, on my mom's side, <laughs> my cousin Alex races, and uh, his dad raced back in the day, Roger. So uh, it's what? it's all through my family. It's it's in my blood, and I, I hope I never get rid of it. But there's there's days where it's like, oh, it'd be nice to go to the lake. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. But you know. I was just going to say, what was their last names? Alex and? Uh, Wurzma. 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 Okay. Wurzma. Yep. All right. See, then yep. his sister Carly comes to our church now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah. That's oh. all connected there, in there. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing the people we get to know. And then, well, then a couple of your cousins have worked with me on the county as summer help. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think Brady and Bryant both have yep. done that there. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's amazing. It's a small little world when you're everybody. in Lyon County. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, and one thing about Lyon County is I love going into South Dakota and beating them South Dakota guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I think for a while, well, last year I was the only Iowa driver, and uh, uh, Zach Olivier always is giving me crap about being the Iwegian. So oh, I yep, put that yep. on the spoiler this year just to, just to bother him a little bit. And I don't know, we got a good laugh out of it. And I don't know. Maybe it'll stick, maybe it won't. But <laughs> Yeah. So, now, obviously, you're missing out on going to the lake and stuff, but what's the best part about racing for you? Um, you know, it's, it sure ain't before this, before the races, because, man, uh, you know, it seems like this year it, it always never fails. i got to start in the back, and that <laughs> makes me so nervous. makes me wonder why I'm doing it. But, you know, when you can come from, let's just say, 15th to 5th, like it did Saturday night, and you get out of the car, and you, the amount of accomplishment you feel when you do good. And these street stocks, we we bought them as pro chassis, and we completely redid them to our own deal. So to go out and win with stuff that we've built, and it's kind of our design, and and uh, to, to do that, I mean, it's the sense of accomplishment in that, that sense that makes it all worth it. You know, every the racing part is is fun too, but that uh that sense of accomplishment it, it's hard to beat. You bet. So, so who are who are your sponsors? Um, so yeah, I had a lot of them come on this year. Uh, yeah, you know, and it kind of goes back to the Dirt Vision deal too. You know, we get a lot of a uh, lot of uh, popularity through there, and uh, I got a main one, uh, Frontier Bank. They came on board, and they've been real good. Uh, um, I've had Moonlight Race Parts on there for years. Me and Matt Hallrick, uh I'm on the phone with them a couple times a week, every week, either talking about racing or at, even talking about uh, farming. But uh, he's been real good about getting me parts fast and, and uh, you know, for relatively at cost in a way. But uh, And uh, we got uh, Baker Irrigation. They're new. from uh, They're out of Rock Valley, work on irrigation systems and and uh dan lonneman lonneman seed sale seed sales uh pioneer they they came on board this year too and you know it, it have been i've all been awesome you know they they're keeping up with it and watching and i love to do good and uh we got hoghouse handyman he's out of ashton he uh fixes hog barns and whatnot around our area um yeah it's hard to not forget i'm uh DIY 4X here in Little Rock. I used to work there, and I became really good friends with my with, neighbor. 
Yeah, yeah, Kurt. Yep. I've become really good friends with him, and you know, anytime I need a part kind of specially made, I can always count on him to get it done. And uh, you know, uh, we help each other out quite a bit. He runs right drag car and stuff, and uh, you know, it, it's it's always fun when you can help each other out. But uh, he's been very good, very good help. Um, I started going to Rapid Graphics this year. They've been they did an awesome job on both my cars. Uh, um, Cooney's race engines, obviously, uh, hands down, have been awesome for me. I mean, <laughs> I've uh, you know we do a lot of maintenance on our on our motors, but uh, you know our motors have lasted outlasted a lot of the cars, and it seems like the older they get, the better they get. Because <laughs> um, you know even in the stock car, I think that one motor I had was close to 70 nights on it and and that that's just unheard of but uh then uh claws and odin's custom bailing that's kind of my dad and our neighbor's deal new so um yeah that's i may be forgetting oh and the corner service in little rock uh they're always there i can if i don't want to run to nap on sibley or something i can always run there and uh, they'll call it in and get it to litter rock so all i have to do is drive litter rock uh yeah they're they're awesome if i have a tricky tire i can't get dismounted or mounted they're they're there so that's awesome but uh, yeah no it's it's a good group of guys uh you know and uh, talking about a group of guys my career this year has been awesome i mean we had we had some tough luck already then the beginning of the year with all the first night uh, we went out got spun out and uh bent a shock and we got out there and then we ended up winning that night. Then the next night I used, used it's lost the drive shaft and I had my, my cousin Alex, he ran back to Little Rock and got a new, my spare drive shaft and they got that in there and ended up making a feature for that. And then the third night out, I also broke a transmission and the crew had to once again run back home and get another transmission. <laughs> and, uh, oh man, I just can't, I can't say enough about them. Uh, I very rarely have to crawl under the car to do anything. They're right there to do it. You may have to get a bigger trailer and haul more parts with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Not that you want to use them, but at least no. you'll have to keep driving back. The gas is getting expensive to drive to Little Rock and back. Yeah, no, and uh, it's a superstition thing, too. It seems like whenever I have it along, I end up breaking it, <laughs> <laughs> which maybe is a good thing. I'm well, then just leave it, it home. Leave it at yeah. home. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Colby, we're going to kind of wrap this up with just some rapid-fire questions here, all right? Yep. These are really complicated questions, so think hard before you answer. Like, <laughs> all right. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh, vanilla. <laughs> are you a cat person or dog person? <laughs> oh, dog for sure. Any hobbies outside of racing? Ooh, riding four-wheeler maybe. You guys still run go-karts at all? On the home place or one of the places? Oh, they got a bunch out at Brad's yet. Uh, I don't have mine anymore, but I kind of wish I did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's your favorite movie? Oh, boy. You can pass on any of these you don't know. I'm going to pass on that one. I'm a huge movie fan. Well, then you got a lot. Any action movie out there probably is my favorite. (laughs) First, uh, First thing you drink when you wake up in the morning? Water. You like snow or rain? Uh, I like snow. I, I love to plow snow. That's kind of why I work for the DOT. Oh, you're <laughs> a sick man. I hate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, that's, that's what I live for. Anyway. Then do you prefer weather like today, or do you prefer five degrees? Oh, 
You know, I, I think I'd, I'd take this weather just, just because you don't, you know, when it's cold, everything goes hard. Everything yep. sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, I'll take a hot day, I guess, over a cold day. Um, what's your favorite place to eat? Ooh, probably who hut. We've been going there quite a bit. That works. Yeah. Favorite holiday? Uh, I would say Christmas. What app on your phone do you use the most? Oh, probably Facebook. <laughs> um, what's your favorite thing to eat then? Whether it's at home or out in the restaurants, um, it don't matter. I'm a, I, I really like pasta. I know my wife doesn't like it, so I don't get it a whole lot anymore. Well, but, that uh, makes it I, even better when you don't get it on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fattening food for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one here, how many speeding tickets do you have? Uh, I got one speeding ticket and one other ticket when I was young and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't go into that then. What, yeah, yeah. What's the uh, fastest you've ever driven mm -hmm. on the highway? Oh, I'm not too big of a speed demon. Uh, maybe 90, 100, somewhere in there. I don't know. All right. What's your favorite drink? Um, I think a white monster probably any any day. It's not good for me, but... Uh, well, we yeah. don't care if it's good for you. Me and Bud, we're <laughs> all into health food here. Sitting at the bar, yeah. we got cheesy popcorn and Doritos and Cheetos and M&M's. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. and yeah. if you could own any car or vehicle in the world, what would you get? That would probably be a rocket super late model. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That someday, works. someday. I hope to God someday. All right. <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on, Colby. We wish you the best of luck. And yeah. maybe we'll get to do this again and you win another one or two this year. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we can talk next week. There All you right. go. Sounds good. Take so, care, Colby. Okay. Sounds good. We'll see you guys. DRG Mechanical in Leicester, Iowa. They can help you with whole house geothermal systems for heat, air, and hot water, leak repair, regular furnace and air conditioner maintenance, home comfort evaluation and system load analysis, construction and remodel planning assistance, new features for your kitchen and bathroom. They do it all. They are amazing. Uh, I'd even like to say that I used to work with them back when I was in high school and in college. Um, just an absolute great company. Loved working with Dan Gerber, Davey Roman. Um, just absolutely great, great people and a very well-run business. Give them a call. 1-800-745-6970. They have more locations than just Lester, Iowa. Um, but that's the one that I call home because there's no better place than Leicester, Iowa. And we're back at the garage again for round two here. We got Sam Henderson, right? Uh, correct. Oh, look at me. I remembered for over two minutes there. I'm re I suck at names, but um, I do too. So let's talk about Houston's a little bit last night. I mean, you were fast all night. Um, good win for you. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, my first win, so yeah, it's a good one for sure. Um, we we've been kind of struggling with that car. Um, it's a really it's a short car. It's a, a thirty nine eighty six, and I've never ran anything like that. Um, 
really ever. So we've been kind of struggling with uh, loosening it up, you know, getting it loose. And uh, we thought we had a good car at uh, I-90 the night before. We were trying something new. And we really want to know if it worked for Houston's, but we didn't even really get a chance to start the feature. So, um, but it ended up working uh, just like my dad, Mike, and Matt thought it would. So that's uh, that's that's good for me. Um, good in the heat. Uh, I figured I'd try the top, you know, here and there, and and I could see coming out of two, looking at uh, the scoreboard. I was watching the split. You know, so I know the fast the fast way around. You know, if it was the bottom or the top, and I was watching the split. And I felt comfortable enough, you know, with the lead I had to go to the top. And I look up again, and, and the lead wasn't as big as it was before, so I went back to the bottom. But uh, Well, you um, must have been pretty comfortable if you got time to look at the board. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's easy to see, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, a lot of those guys, uh, I mean, that's how Chili Bowls are won. I, I mean, yep. you know, looking at the board, and, you know, I, I haven't raced Knoxville yet, but I hear people are watching that going on the backstretch, too, but... See where the guy is behind you, even on some of them tracks, different guys have said. Yeah, yeah I know some people wish that, you know, every track had them, and some people wish that they didn't exist, you know. So. Yep, yep. Old school guys probably wish they didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. younger guys like them. The younger mm-hmm. guys, it's just like video games. Yeah. I have no idea what my son's doing, and then I, you know, I try it. No, ask me to play. Yeah, no, that's they embarrassing. Make fun of me and. Dad, you got to look up in the corner. I'm like, at what? I don't even know what I'm doing. So, <laughs> so I just don't play. But um, what's, you know, it seemed like you were on a line last night, though. I mean, you were you were really flying. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, that's the best that car's ever really felt to me. And I've had a problem hitting the bottom at Houston. So that's just like, just something I just struggled with was hitting the bottom and and I think it was, you know, a lot of me, you know, too, not having very many laps there. But also, uh, that car just, it just wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything like I had driven before. So once I get more comfortable to it and, you know, we worked some bugs out of the, the setup and stuff. And it uh, sure worked. It, the bottom I knew was fast. And I got to lap traffic. And I guess they decided uh, they didn't want to run the top anymore right when I got to them. And, they moved down right when I got there, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know if the top, you know, you know, it sucks when you're leading. I, I you know, uh, you don't know what lines are coming in. Yep. Um, you know, that's sometimes you know beneficial to be running second when you get into lap traffic there, and you know, you know what's fast. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I really didn't want to go to the top at all because I knew my car was fast and clean air. But once I got to lap traffic, I really didn't know what I was gonna do. I was gonna I was gonna improvise, but uh, never really got there. The cautions came out at the right time, so I can't really complain. So, so earlier you mentioned your first win. Is that your first win in the three hundred five, or first win ever, first win at Houston's, or? Yeah, you know, that's my first win ever. Uh, unfortunately, I you know really thought I would have had some more by now, but I really haven't got to race a whole lot in my life. Just you know, just how it you know. Is how it is, <laughs> you know, victim of circumstance. The funding has always kind of been a problem uh, yep. with me. You know, I mean, with everyone. I know it's well, not yeah. just me, but I mean, I know it's it's expensive. And uh, owning my own car, I you know, or my own 360 car, I, I can I see it now. You know, um, but now this year I have a, a bigger schedule than I've ever had. So you know, the more laps I get, the more I'm in the car, and 
the faster I've been getting, I feel like. So you also said at the beginning it's a 39 by 86. Can you explain yeah. that more? What what are you referring to all there? Is that chassis, well, I assume? A, yeah, yeah, chassis. It's just a, you know, a width-wise, it's an inch it's an inch shorter and, uh, and it's just a shorter wheelbase and it's not just that, but it's got a, some other stuff. To it. It's just a tight car. It just, it just likes to be tight. So on a slick track, um, would be good, but on a heavier track, we kind of got to improvise with setup and stuff like that. I don't want to get into it too much, but it's, uh, no. it's, a, it's a tight car <laughs> and I, I, I don't know. I just not never, just not good or, you know, tight car just wasn't, I didn't like it. So we, yeah. you know, we work we work some bugs out of the setup setup and uh made it work. You bet. That's the main thing. Hey, you got your first win. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Now I, as they say the monkey's off your back, you can move on from here. Yeah, I really feel like it I should have had one by now. It, it just it I feel like they'll be easier to come by uh from now on. So we got uh I wanna say how many races are left at Houston? It's like three Six or something, I think. Yeah, yeah five six, or six, and then I five or six, and then I got uh, the 360 show with the Midwest Power Series there at the uh, beginning of September. So um, that, and you know, just some here, other races here and there, about 15, 20-ish races maybe, which is a big schedule for me. So yep. I'm, I'm, you know, more than excited. <laughs> absolutely. Well, best of luck then. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, it it really means a lot to get a win at Houston. It's just given the history between my dad and my brother and. uh you know, I don't own a 410 or, or a 305, and that's all they run there. So I didn't know, you know, if I, you know, anytime soon get a chance oh, yep. to get a to get a win there. And then I hooked up with Mike uh, a few times last year, and then he had some stuff going on. You know, life life just kind of happens, and I wrecked my 360 car last year that I had, and you know that was kind of the the end for me. It all happened the same weekend, actually. So, uh, but we linked up with him and finally you know getting more laps at, at usage which is all i wanted that's all i wanted to do is run usage weekly from the get-go so i know there's a lot of people watching on sundays so yeah yeah we just had that discussion with colby we talked to him before you and yeah we talked about everybody that watches dirt vision on sunday night so yeah there's a lot of people for sure and, yeah i remember when your dad was racing yet that was back when i was still up in the stands yeah i wish i could have got to see some of those races <laughs> he was fun to, to watch some- yeah, I got to see some of the crashes on the up and over CDs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had a couple of them too. Yeah, it happens. I tear stuff up too. We all well, do. everybody's going to crash at some point if you're going around in a circle with other guys in a hurry. So exactly. Oh yeah, in a hurry for sure. So uh, what what does a win at Houston mean to you personally? Uh, really, more than anything. The only. <laughs> I mean, you know, a Knoxville Nationals win would have been cool, but, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, that first win at Houston's meant a lot. Like, really, it truly did. That's the one place that I wanted to, my dad and brother to see me win. And uh, my, you know, brother and my dad were the first ones at the scale to greet me. So I, it was really emotional. I tried to, you know, keep. Keep, keep cool it, about it. Yeah, to keep cool and, you know, not, I'm not one to really show my emotions, but there I, didn't really know any, what to say. I don't know. Well, we'll get better. More practice. <laughs> you know, it's the one track you wanted to win at, and it's your first win. I mean, it's going to be emotional. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, going to be hard to come up with the right words that that's, you know, five minutes after you won, they're interviewing you, and you got to come up with the right words. Yeah, that ain't going to be easy. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so, give you a minute here. Who are all your sponsors then on your 305? Well, that 305 really doesn't have anything to do with me as far as, uh, like, you know, money-wise. Yep. So, I know he's, I, I felt so bad about that too last night. I didn't, didn't take any of the sponsors. I, you know, I didn't take the time to turn around and look at him, but he's, you know, they were, they were on Dirt Vision, so you, you could see him, but, uh, <laughs> he's, he's got, uh, Jay Iggy on there. Man, I don't even want to butcher the names of these sponsors. That that, that is that's fine. Disrespectful, but uh, just thank all your sponsors; they'll understand. Yeah, th- thank them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I thank them. Mike thanks them. I I honestly don't know the sponsors that are on this car, but my car, I can tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are that you're dealing with that more hands on there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I got GRP on there. Greg, he's a really big deal. Uh, you know, for a lot of teams, like he helps a lot of people. Um, but my, me and Justin, he really helps out a lot. He's big sponsor. I'll be at every single one of his races this year. Uh, T and K transport. That's Kent winners. This is his motor. One of his old 360 motors that I bought from him last year. Uh, gosh, I'm drawing a blank here. I'm not looking, I'm not around any of my cars, but, uh, <laughs> that, that, uh, Vance, Vance Peterson had a big deal. He, he's, a big part of the reason why I had started racing sprint cars, he had a a car and, you know, really kind of gave us a lot of parts and a, and a motor that Elliot Omdahl had ran the previous year in 2019 when I first started. So, uh, you know, I kind of got spoon fed, uh, some laps that year. So he, you know, I really appreciate him. Uh, that there's, they call I call it Mintex. It's a, a minute, uh, a Texas logo with the Minnesota inside of it, but they do, uh, you know, work on power plants and diaphragms and stuff like that. They do welding and stuff, but he's from Texas. He's been helping me ever since I was racing go-karts in 2013 and 2014. You know, he's a big deal there too. Uh, that's kind of cool. You got sponsors that stuck with you from your go-kart days. I mean, to stay with you like that, that long. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. Seafoam uh, helps out. Uh, Kevin Hone's a really good guy. He helps out a lot of people as well. Uh, powersports.com, you'll see that on me, uh, Justin's, and Mike Sandvig's cars. Yep. Um, that's that's all, actually. So There's other people that help out, you know, too. Oh, yeah. They're not, not on the car. There's so many people that I can be thanking, but, you know. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. What's, what's the best part of racing? Uh, I feel really cool when I'm going fast. Like it, I don't know. It just feels cool. It's just fun, you know. That's the best part of racing is racing the car. Yep. I don't want to work on it and watch it, but I still do. I, you know, I do that because I want to go fast. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all yeah. part of that's. You got to do the parts, the stuff, of the stuff you don't like in order to do what you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah, I like working on my car. I yep. love it actually. So, what are your hopes and dreams? I mean, do you see yourself uh, trying to move up a class and get into Knoxville more? Or? Yeah, actually, we uh, have. Uh, I I, can't, I could bring up my schedule here, but in a few weeks, I think it's mid July. We got Rocky Jackson and then Knoxville with the Midwest Power Series, so that'll be in my 360 car. Okay. Pretty sure Justin Justin will be there too with his car. Um, and then I'm also going to try and run the 360 Nationals. So, you know, I'm just trying to get my name out there more, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. Thinking thinking about if, you know, somehow getting to a 410 is my goal. Well, my main goal is, you know, being on the World of Outlaw Tour full-time like Dustin was. So. Yep. 
pretty much just be like my older brother. No, don't don't want to don't no oh, well, don't break up your brother too much. That that just you know we don't want him to get a big head or nothing. Yeah, well, I want to be better than him. But. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it, when we had Justin on, we didn't even bring up Sam. That's no, not no. even fair. We yeah. could have. <laughs> what's uh? What's some of your favorite tracks? Um. Well, Husits, really. Um, yep. Uh, I really like Husits. I know I haven't got to race at Knoxville, but Knoxville, um, a lot of my favorite tracks are the places that I haven't got to race yet. Like Atomic, I think is so cool, but Houston's is, you know, really my favorite. I've been going there since I was a couple weeks old, really. Um, it's just, that's just home to me. Yep. You bet. It's well, really we, cool. We, I, I couldn't tell you how many races I've seen there. Hundreds. Oh yeah. Well, between your dad and your brother, you've been there a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, um, just to wrap things up so we don't keep you too long, we got some what we call rapid-fire speed questions. They're pretty complicated, but I think you can handle them. Um, the first one, um, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, vanilla. I'm pretty basic. Nothing wrong with that. Cat or dog person? Uh, dogs all day. Uh, German Shepherds are my absolute favorite. <laughs> Do you have any hobbies outside of racing? Uh, yeah, I, I try and golf, but I'm not all that good. Uh, well, how right. bad are you? Maybe we can go golfing sometime if you're bad enough oh, and you won't embarrass us. Man, I tell you what, <laughs> it's, uh, I got a mean slice. But uh, oh. uh, riding, you know, BMX is my big deal. I'm pretty darn good on a BMX bike doing tail whips and bar spins and spins. And mountain biking, me and Justin go mountain biking a lot and kayaking. Just, uh, you know, instead of always lifting weights or working out in the gym, just other stuff, you know, yep. to, that's more fun, you know. You're outside doing things. You get to see stuff. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I'm not just into into sprint car racing. I'm I love street cars a lot. You know, yeah. Uh, I got a couple of hot rods and stuff like that. My uncle has a lot of really old, cool um, LS swapped classic cars. So, oh, well, we'll have to go see like your that. uncle's garage someday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's in Beersford. It's it's something else. Justin, me and Justin get. Uh, take some of the cars that he's not able to drive you know he, those things sit for so long the batteries go bad so well, really you, you know, gotta drive them a little up. better they go yeah, bad he, yeah exactly so yeah. me and justin get to do that here and there and it's fun it's i'm really fortunate you bet what's your favorite movie um man i i'm not a big into movies but i you can Days pass. Of thunder, I guess. Days of thunder i guess there you there go. go go with the old standard <laughs> racing movie rubbin's racing yeah. baby yeah. Um, first oh, thing you. Well, um, I don't mean to interrupt you, but no. actually, there's a movie that Justin showed me not too long ago. It's called "To Please a Woman," or "To Please a Lady." It's an, a real old movie about race car drivers, but that's a real cool one. You should look that up. But right, yeah, that was, that, to, that's to, the one. To please a lady. Yeah. Okay. Remember that, bud, because I won't. I can't remember anything. We'll just have to go back. To we'll the go podcast. back and listen to it again. There you go. <laughs> first thing you drink in the morning when you wake up. Oh, water. I all I drink is water. Snow or rain person? Oh, rain. <laughs> well, I guess rain kind of makes me more upset. Rain's, you know, you don't get snowed out of races, you get nope. rained out. So I have a bigger grudge against rain than I do snow. So I don't know, I'm probably snow. All right. You'd rather it be 105 like today or 5 degrees? Uh, 105. Okay. Favorite place? My- go ahead. <laughs> Favorite place to go out to eat? Um, I did like, uh, Cracker Barrel is me and my dad's thing. 
that's that's our deal is Cracker Barrel. Perfect. Been to probably ninety five percent of them in the country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your favorite holiday? Um, I really like Thanksgiving. No, there's nothing wrong with Thanksgiving. There's always food involved. Uh, I like yeah, food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what app on your phone do you use the most? Um, probably YouTube. I watch a lot of races on there. So, but then this other stuff, you know, like any car related stuff or bike stuff, just anything. YouTube, really. You bet. Um, favorite thing to eat? <laughs> um, steak. Steak. Oh, there you go. Love me a good steak. How many speeding tickets do you have? Uh, one on my record, but I think three. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we're talking speed, then what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway? Um, 192. Ooh, that's getting up there. In Mexico. I wasn't here. <laughs> in- no, I was here. But we'll just say it was in Mexico. Okay. For legal purposes. Well, then what were you in is the next thing. Um... <laughs> Or can't we? Maybe we don't want to discuss that. We'll just leave that go. Yeah, it wasn't my car, and I don't think they knew I was going that fast in it. Then we'll leave it go. We'll just we'll yeah, move we'll, to the we'll, next we'll. question. Um, what's your favorite drink? Then sounds like water, but um, water. I like lemonade a lot too. Lemon water. I like to you know a pinch of lemon in the water is good. Good All for right. the soul. If you could own any own any car in the world, what would you own? Oh. um... Uh, probably a C5 URS4. <laughs> it's a, a 90. It's what they used to, you know, you remember those Group B rally days like back in the, well, I don't remember, but I, I watched a lot of videos from the 80s. Yeah. Those, those Audis, the, like the first ones they came out, they're five cylinders. Okay. And they rip. That, that was, those are my, that's my dream car is one of those built, you know, to like a thousand wheel horsepower or something like that. That'd be really cool. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to look at cars sometime. Like I said someday I'll get I got an old pickup. I got a '69 Chevy. Maybe oh. and Bud will have to come down with you sometime to Beersford just to look at your uncle's stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That's his favorite thing is when you know he's kind of a show off. He likes he likes people seeing his cars and his builds he does. And he puts a lot of work into them. Don't get me wrong. Well, that's so perfect. Can, I, yeah, anybody that's got a lot of nice old cars, I'm all about that. Yeah, and he's worked hard for it, so. Good. All right. Well, Sam, we want to wish you the best of luck. Keep winning at Houston's and wherever else you're you're at, but great first Absolutely. win for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Take care, and we'll see you at the next race. See you guys. See you, Jeff. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. Lester Days 2022 is August 20th. Put that on your calendar. It's going to be another great year. Um, you know, last year we had a smoking competition and we're going to do that again. We had fire truck rides. We had a uh, little kid, uh, tractor pull, uh, golf ball drop. Um, you know, we're at, we're going to add some things that we think are going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, we're going to, I think have a glow run on Friday night, the night before. So, Just a bunch of fun things that are going on in the great village of Leicester, Iowa. Come and enjoy the day with us in Leicester. And we're back with Brooke Tattnall. Brooke, big win last night for you. Yeah, more importantly, a big win for the team. I mean, you know, uh, 
it's been a while since the team's won. It's been a it's been a long time since I've won at Eustace. Not that we've run there that much over the years, but uh, yeah, no, definitely happy to get the Dewall team another win at uh, as Eustace, where they've been so synonymous with uh, Victory Lane. Yeah, that car's been around a lot of years up there. I watched it a long time ago already when I was younger, so. Yeah, look, I remember, I, I mean, I spoke to Gary, uh, oh, sorry, Doug, when Gary was driving and Gary was looking at retiring, um, Doug had asked me would I be able to fill in one weekend, and, you know, so that's a long time ago, and I just wasn't available to do it at the time. So, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's funny how things go a big full circle. Yeah, absolutely. So, go ahead. <laughs> so how did how did it all go for you last night? I mean, you were quick time, and you were I mean, you were just super fast. You drew the pole position. Everything was great for you last night. Yeah, look, um, you know, I, I say it a million times that the heart of that race team is uh, Doug DeWall and his passion for for racing, his passion for the sport, and uh, the passion for Eustace and Jackson. So. Yeah, look, we had a good night. Um, starting off with quick time, uh, that that racetrack suits us. It's uh, th that's sort of the racetrack that I grew up uh, in Australia on. Uh, something with a cushion, a little rough. You got to manhandle it and get after it. And it just uh, was one of those nights where things just yeah felt good from the get go and just continued all night long. Yeah, it, kind of a lot of a cautions, a lot of red flags. I think there was, I think there was more than I actually realised. Um, you, you, you get in the zone of what you got to do, um, and I, I'm not a guy that's going to let you know circumstances rattle me. Where oh, we've got too many cautions, or we've got this, or we got that. So I actually probably didn't even realise how many cautions there was until we were driving home last night and. Uh, my, my little guy turned around and went through the whole race and, you know, trying to teach him to be a better racer. Uh, you learn more by what you can learn a lot by watching and uh, answering questions. And, you know, he gave me the rundown and of who did what and this, that and the other. So, yeah, I, I didn't realize at the time there was as many cautions as there was. So you mentioned the little guy. You got him doing go-karts and stuff then already or? Yeah, he's uh, he runs go-karts. Uh, we got him in a micro sprint right now but the biggest problem is we don't have many tracks that uh or small tracks that run micro sprints but no we're very fortunate um with uh all the sponsors he has with heat juice and speedway and fred alone racing and uh woodco those sort of guys have given him an opportunity to do some more racing we're trying to get him some more kart stuff this year i think he, he set his mind out last year he wanted to win uh three championships and he won two out of the three and finished second in the other and look he's a he's a better racer than i'll ever be um you know he's just gotta we just gotta see if we can get him the opportunities uh to let him fulfill his, his dreams not my dreams um i don't need to live my dreams through my kids so it's about him living his own dreams you bet how old is he he's 11 years old but uh been working on these race cars since he was about four years old. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of times, I, I mean, I've sat here and when we've got a sprint car in the shop, he's here working on it. He has to, you know, he has to do his own work on the go-kart and the micro. And 
Um, I think he was eight years old, and we started to try and teach him to how to run the valves on a motor and you know, on the spring craft stuff. So I'm very fortunate to have him around, let's put it that way. Yeah, that's, that's impressive that you got him doing all that already. I mean, I wouldn't want to do that. I know that, but you'd have to well, teach I mean, me if too. Start, if you start him young enough, they don't know that they, they, don't, they probably, he probably doesn't understand the responsibility that's on his head right now. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's not daunting to him because he doesn't know any different, but, uh, yeah, that's a cool part of it. And that's, uh, that's what breeds the sport. That's what keeps these kids, uh, invested in it. And, I've always said, if you want to be the best sprint car driver uh, out there, you've got to understand these race cars inside and out. Oh, absolutely. So, what What does a win at Houston's mean to you? Um, look, I, I, I mean, if it was just a regular win in my, in my own car or something like that, I mean, it's another it's another victory. Yeah, we've we've been fortunate to have a, a, a pretty good career, but. But being the fact that we were driving the Dewall 16, that is just, you know, an iconic race car. Um, that's what probably made it more special. Um, you know, the fact that we had, you know, as I said, a lot of people, a lot of Australians came over based out of Knoxville and ran Knoxville and Houston's every Sunday night. And that was something that we've never really done. Uh, most years, the only races we ever did at Eustace were the outlaw shows. So, yep. uh, and and I based when I first started coming over here, I based myself out of Indianapolis or Ohio. Um, so we didn't do the regular Australian route to get to where we are today. But yeah, you know, oh look, to, to be able to win races, um, I think last night uh, a, a scenario for me. Uh, I'm a history buff in the sport and. You know, I think Davy Brown Sr. as a crew chief has won uh, a feature race every year for 69 years. Danny Smith uh, had won a feature race every year. He raced a sprint car um, up until last year, and that was 40 straight years. I was fortunate enough to win in my rookie season, and getting a win last night um, means I've kept a record together that we've... Uh, won a minimum of at least one feature race uh, in 34 years. So wow. something I'm proud of. Um, and, you know, as I said, it was cool to do it in such an iconic car. Yeah, absolutely. So when, when did you actually start racing then? I'm assuming over in Australia, but did you start, like, out in a sprint car over there too, or did you start out in the small cars again? No, I, 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 ran, I didn't. Uh, I mean, I... Look, what I do with my son is no different to what I did with my dad did with me. Um, I was six years old when I first built my first ever motor, and it was an autocraft in a midget. And um, I, my dad helped. I sat there building the motor with my dad's guidance, and, they, and it was my dad's motor. So um, I didn't actually ever get to race anything out well, with a motor. I raced uh, BMX bikes, did all the sports, soccer, and swimming, and but I didn't jump into a sprint car until I was... Well, I jumped in a go-kart from uh, at 14, ran it for two years, and then I jumped uh, into a sprint car uh, at 16 years old, and that's uh, where we started. I mean, I had my first drive in a sprint car at 13 uh, in a mechanics race in Australia. Uh, and at that point, I sat on a, uh, a, phone, a yellow page phone books, not that most of these kids today would even know what that is, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and two pillows to see over the dashboard. But, yeah. 
When, when did you come to the United States then? First came over here for racing in uh, 1991. Uh, came over here uh, to try and make a career and uh, had had some fortunate places that we, we got to pick up a couple of rides and back and forth. But, I mean, look, it's, it had been a long, hard grind. There was years that I came over here and I may have been here for six months and, you know, there was times where... I've uh, lived in a car to, to try and make ends meet to be able to go racing. And it's, um, <clears throat> I always say, you, you don't have to have money to chase a dream. You just got to have the desire. And um, I, I, will, I will help anyone out that I ever can, um, especially if you've got someone that wants it bad enough and is willing to put in the hard yards. But yeah, 1991 was the first year I came over here to race. And basically been, had been coming back and forth every, every year since. Um, and I think, yeah, well, apart from the COVID, it's the first, uh, the last couple of years of the uh, first few years that I haven't actually ventured back to Australia and all been based out of Australia and come to America. So um, what tracks, are, what are some of your favourite tracks, whether here or Australia? We don't care. Look, I don't believe in having favourites. If you've got a favourite track, that means you've got to have a least favourite. And uh, if you have a bad bad night at your favourite track, well, and then you go into your least favourite the next night, you're really screwed. But, <laughs> you know, I, like, I, I do, I, I, for over here, um, I mean, Cedar Lake is always going to be a special place. It's similar to Australia. It's racetrack that every September we run a uh, memorial race for my father-in-law, uh, Jerry Richard Senior, who was an INCA champion and Knoxville Nationals champion and legend of the sport. So Cedar Lake's always a, a fun place to race. So I, I enjoy Houston, so I enjoy Jackson. Yeah, loved Eldora. I enjoyed when we went to Bristol. And, um, yeah, I just, it's more, it's more about the day. Um, you know, you, you go to racetracks... That are, that are racy, I don't care what that racetrack is, Attica, Ohio can be one of the most raciest racetracks and have the most fun there, and I've also been there when it's been follow the leader terrible, so yeah, you know, I'm just a, just a firm believer in uh, anything that puts on great racing. I'll agree with that. I like any race that's a good race. I prefer the short tracks, but I like anything that, like you said, anything that puts on a good show. Anything that has two grooves, I'm all over. Yep, yep. I'm right go. there with you. I mean, if I could build the perfect racetrack, it, 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 it'd be uh, rough and slick at the same time because then there's it's slick enough that uh, you don't just have to be a monkey and hold the foot to the floor. Um, but if you hit a hole, you're going to bounce and uh, it's going to allow passing. So, yep. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> what's, what's the best part of racing? Oh, look, look, if you would have asked me um, 30 years ago, uh, it's the adrenaline rush you get out of it. I mean, there's no, there's nothing that can compare to the adrenaline rush you get out of these cars. And uh, look, it doesn't have to be a 410 sprint car to get an adrenaline rush. You get adrenaline rush out of, you know, 360s. I've driven go-karts. You can get adrenaline rush out of them. It's not about the speed, but... I mean, at this point, you know, uh, I, lo I, I love the, um, that I'm fortunate enough to 
basically turn the clock back. Everything I'm doing right now, I go racing with my wife and my kids as a family. It's what I did with my mum and dad and my sisters. And I'm very, very fortunate that I get to take my son racing and uh, have him, you know, be an integral part of the race team. He's not just a mud scraper. He is an integral part of, of working and, you know, watching the uh, elation he gets out of it. Um, you know, there's still always that adrenaline you get out. But I, I love I love racing right now as much as I did when I started at 16 years old. Um, I have no intentions of giving this stuff up. Uh, I just love it so much. <laughs> so that well, that answered our next question, and we were going to ask what the future holds. So, I mean, I'm assuming you're going to have to start as the boy gets older. He'll get a little more involved. You'll probably have to chase him a little more. No, he's got to, he's got to work me out of a ride before he gets him one before I give it up. Uh, <laughs> I'm I, I, I'm old school like Terry McCall. You want to see your kids succeed, but they've got to earn it. They've got to yep. they've, they've, they've got to work for it, and they've got to they're, they're not going to get it handed to them on a plate. But yeah, look, you know, more and more and more as we go, um, the uh, my opportunities are getting less. Uh, the sport has evolved from. You had talent. There was car owners out there, and there was opportunities. Uh, to now, you can have the talent. Uh, you could be winning races, and you can be bought out of a ride by uh, the younger generation that may have sponsors or family backing that uh, are willing to spend the money to buy their kid a ride yep. um, to get themselves in a good situation. And you know, I understand it from both sides of the spectrum, but. No, look, we're just we're just done, we're just playing it by ear. Uh, I mean, I still got a lot of aspirations. I know I know what we're capable of winning. Uh, we went to Knoxville on the weekend, and I had to run a three sixty and watch the Outlaw show. And uh, basically, I sat in the trailer and powdered because I didn't want to watch an Outlaw show because I know we're still capable of winning the Outlaw show. <laughs> you you uh, wanted to be in that race. I, I wanted to be in there. I didn't want to. I didn't want to watch it, so I refused to watch it. But uh, look, there'll come a there'll come a day. Uh, that his career will be um, more of my focus. But, I mean, that's still five years away, and I, I still plan on being on the racetrack and racing against him at some point. So do you plan on being there then for the four nights of the high banks, or the three nights plus one, or whatever you want to look at it? Yeah, no, we'll be there. Um, look, we, you know, when I jumped on board with the walls, I... When they said they wanted to run Houston every week, uh, look, I work a full-time job, I, and you know we get home from uh, I, I get home from Houston to roll into bed about four four thirty every mo- uh, on a on a Monday morning, and I'm out of bed at six and on the road by six thirty to go to work uh, every Monday. But uh, I told Doug I'd commit to running Houston as much as we could. We uh, last year was a very interrupted year with. Uh, my wife's uh, breast cancer diagnosis, yep. but uh, we're trying to make ends, trying to make it better for Doug, and trying to yeah repay his loyalty. Um, you know, he put Ian Madsen in the car, he put Greg Baker in the car to try and keep the car oper- operating and running every week, knowing that I had commitments. And uh, you know, this year I made the commitment that we'll you know gonna give every ounce of trying to hit every single race of Houston this year. So, um, yeah, we'll do, and, and well, look, I love the history of Jackson and the, the Jackson Nationals, so we're, we're all in. 
Oh, you still there? Yeah, mate. Okay. There we go. (laughs) Uh, We'll get into some rapid fire questions here. We don't want to keep you all night. These are just kind of some easy questions for you. What's your, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Or uh, Neapolitan. Okay. Are you a cat person or dog person? I'm a horse pal person. There you go. <laughs> that works. Do um, you have any hobbies outside of racing? I, look, I, uh, it's, just, it's just family time. Uh, I, I enjoy every sport there is. Uh, grew up playing sports, so I just, enjoy, I, I just enjoy sports in general. Do you have a favorite movie? Uh, it, it probably goes back to most of these kids wouldn't know, but six pack, six pack and Kenny Rogers. Oh, that was a good one. Bud probably don't know that one. He's too young, but I've watched that one. Uh, My eleven-year-old knows every word of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, the first thing you drink when you wake up in the morning? coffee and plenty of it all right <laughs> well if you got to go to bed at four and get up at six to go to work you're gonna need some coffee yes you do <laughs> uh you like snow or do you like rain i like sand that means i'm on a bloody beach i i, I haven't quite figured out how a kid from australia ends up living in the frozen tundra of minnesota and having to deal with winter i'm allergic <laughs> to white stuff they call snow i want to see white sand <laughs> So then that answers the next question. The next one is if you prefer it to be 105 or 5. So we're well, guessing 100. Five, you can't race in 5 degrees unless it's indoors. So I'll take 105. Um, what's your favorite place to eat? My dining room table when my wife's cooking. Perfect. Can't hardly beat home cooking. So then what's no, your... You can't. When, you, when you've been on the road and you've traveled as much as I, do, I have and still do... You enjoy your home-cooked meals, let me tell you. Yeah, so what's your favorite thing to eat then? What she makes... Italian chicken. Say that again? Italian chicken. There you go. (laughs) Uh, What's your favorite holiday? Christmas, except for I've missed too many of them with my kids because I've been on an aeroplane flying back to Australia to go race, but uh, definitely Christmas. Uh, You're you're a little old school, but what app on your phone do you use the most? God, whatever my kid left on here last. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Actually, it'd be my race pass, checking up on what race times he's doing. That's the most probably used app on my phone. That works. Um, how many speeding tickets do you have? I haven't had a speeding ticket since... Two th- I drove for Guy Forbrook, so probably 2007. I haven't had a speeding ticket since then. Well, that's good. Um, what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway? Uh, well... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's put it this way. We, we, were doing ni- we were doing 90 last the other weekend trying to get to get to a racetrack on time but i'm usually reasonably respectful okay <laughs> we'll go with that what's your what's your favorite drink jim beam and coke there you go if you could own any car in the world what car would you want oh, you know what it'd probably be an m and a red 
MGTD um, just uh, because of stuff that I, yeah, my dad had one and I got to had, go, drive around with him in that. All right. Well, thank you so much, Brooke, for being on our little podcasting. It was an honor to have you on here with us. Oh, no problem. Anytime, bud. All right. Thanks again. Best of luck on the rest of the season. Catch you later. Thank you. Yep. Right, bye-bye. Bye. The Laurel Ridge Barn. It can host corporate events, fundraisers, award ceremonies, family reunions, photography studio time, and always weddings. This barn is absolutely spectacular. If you have not seen it, you have to go to their website, laurelridgebarn.com. Um, you can also call them at 605-951-0867. You can call or text that number. Again, that's 605-951-0867. They are located at 47677 Slip Up Creek Road. No, I didn't make that up. It's 47677 Slip Up Creek Road in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So if you have a wedding or any of those other things, give them a look because I'm telling you, this place is amazing. Hey, what a great show tonight, Tobe. Great. Oh, all three guys were great. Two first-time winners. They were excited. Yeah. Meant a lot to both of them. It really well, did. first-time winner at Husets for Clawson. Yeah. But first time ever for Henderson. Yeah, what a great place to get your first yeah, win yep. ever. I mean, they... They both talked about it being, you know, just a special place. Yep. You know, it's it's more of like an event and how professional everything is done at Husets and um, stuff like that. So and Brooke just happy to win. He raced know, everywhere, been every, you know, covered most of the country I've seen and Australia. So and it doesn't sound like he's cutting his kids any break. No, no, I the mean, kids are gonna they're gonna learn he, it as they go. He's gonna learn it. And, Good for uh, him. You know, he's sounds like he's one of those dads that he's not going to push him. If he wants to do it, he can yep. do it. But you're going to do it. He's going to do it. Yep. So, and he ain't quitting right yet. Brooke ain't ready to retire either. So no, no. So um, great show all around. I thought you bet. And again, Husets, um Well, first Jackson this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and then Husets on Sunday, and then next week's the High Bank Nationals. So it goes Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I believe lots of racing in the area. Yeah. So, no, Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday. Friday, Saturday. Sunday's and the rain date. Sunday's the rain date in there. So, and living around here, we maybe need a rain date or two or, or three. Or possibly. <laughs> you never know anymore from one day to the next. So, All right. Hey, if you like our podcast, let Houston's know. Yeah. It helps us out. All right. <laughs> Thank you.